Anyways, boxes, sex life aside, I suppose we could uh, dive into the main show, huh? Yeah. You got anything else to say pre-show wise? No, but you want a shot of whiskey? <laughs> uh, I suppose. <laughs> well, I decided to go throw throw a fit about it. No, I might throw. Actually, I might throw it in my cappuccino. You can't do that. Fine. You have to have a shot. It's the rules now. I mean, I was going to do one with or without you. Contrary to negative uh, appearances otherwise, we are not raging alcoholics. I mean, I realize that it's Sunday morning and most people are at church. <laughs> We're doing shots of Jack by ourselves. God-fearing, <laughs> good God-fearing people are at church, but here we are doing shots alone in our studio. I, our, our setup's too big now. I can't. Can't get all the way across there. I can. I meet you in the middle. Up, up. What is this, gentleman Jack? Yes, it is. I figured we'd be classy this morning. Oh, boy. I, I don't know how classy it is, but doing shots of Jack on Sunday morning just screams class, Sam. Oh yeah. Well, all right. Cheers. <sighs> Woof. That was more than a shot. That's like, that's a double. Yeah. I didn't want to do too little. Yeah. I mean, you could have like <laughs> poured it half full. Holy snikes. No, man. We go big or go home, Sam. We're Hoofta. We're here for the people. Uh, I haven't done a shot of straight whiskey in quite a long time. Mm. I think like. Two years ago, that just would have like floored me, and it just would have been like, it was like horrible. Wow, why did that sound like I was on a <laughs> Gar- gargle- <laughs> gargling dicks? But now, like, since we drink it on the podcast so much, it was just like, eh, whatever. That's not so bad. That wasn't real, real bad at all. Maybe it had something to do with it that it's like hot, but what's better, hot or cold whiskey? I don't know. I bet I bet warm. Uh, I mean the ta- the taste is definitely definitely worse when it's warm. I think, but I think it's smoother when it's warm. I don't, I don't know. know if that's a thing. Maybe that's just with carbonated drinks. I I like I like whiskey on ice actually. Well, yeah, that's good. But I don't, I don't I don't I don't I guess we're gonna have to chill it and then take another one. <laughs> Well, we better hurry up and finish the kitchen in here then. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a whiskey on ice fan. What so is that what do you prefer it? Like if you had your druthers, you know what that statement means, by the way? I've never fing heard that in my life. Really? You've never heard No. And it sounds like gibberish to me. It means um so when you say if you had your druthers, it, it's it's like an old saying basically so they took I think it has to do if you'd rather, but they took the end D, like the end of you'd rather, and then made it druthers somehow. I don't know. Google it. That'll tell you. Why is that a thing? But uh, it's a statement I've, Kendra's never heard of it either. Like I use it all the time with her and she's like, what are you talking about? But yeah, if you'd had your druthers, it means uh, if I, if I prefer which way that I prefer to have things, that's what that means. Uh, so the Life Short Live Free podcast, educating you. <laughs> wow. For once. 
Um, but if you had your druthers, which way would you prefer it? How do you, you do how, it if you were able to choose? Right. Or like a, a shot or or a drink? Like, it's a, like drink. Like if you have to drink whiskey, how do you prefer to drink whiskey? On ice or straight or mixed? Probably. With, probably. I guess it depends on what whiskey it is. I like it. In as, general, I would like it to be cold. I mean, there's just something more satisfying about drinking something cold rather than yeah, hot, unless it's cappuccino or I'd say coffee, coffee, but coffee is garbage. Hey, you watch it. Coffee's delicious. I don't know. I'm a I'm a like I said, the whiskey on ice guy. Pretty much any whiskey. I think this one would be good on ice. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It would be. I had a howler head on ice the other night when we were playing, uh, when we were practicing for the band, and that was that was very good actually. I'm drinking hot peanut butter whiskey right now. Mmm, <laughs> hot peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> yeah, we need a fridge up here. <laughs> yeah, well, we almost got the. Uh, we almost got there. We're, we're close. We got a wire ran to the, the other room, so we can get that wired too. So we're good. You said we got to put a ceiling in there, though. Yes, we do. Yeah, um, that's it's going to be a while. I suppose. Well, um, you remember a few uh, weeks ago, we had that conversation about um, volunteer volunteer teams to stop a mass shooter. Yes. Well, I happened to run across uh, an article um, about kind of that very thing, and it was actually uh, this is from um, I think it's a news uh, it's a place out in in uh, Wyoming and um, Lincoln County, and they were talking. They interviewed this sheriff, this particular sheriff, about about that exact thing um, because obviously with Uvalde there was. You know, the, the police response was horrible, and they're still under massive fire for that. There's more and more that's coming out that just say, look, absolutely terrible. But there was a lot of instances where, like, the parents were so frustrated with the police officers for not doing anything that they actually tried to go in and, you know, rescue their own kids because the cops were standing around with their thumbs up their asses. And, you know, there was multiple instances where they actually, you know, put parents in handcuffs. And even that one... That one police officer, the teacher that got killed. Right. The guy that he was he was just roasted for looking at his phone once yeah. the video was released. Well, he was texting his wife who had shot and dying. But they ended up taking that gun his gun and, you know, not letting him do anything. He's and he's telling these people, Hey, my wife is shot, she's dying, let's go and they're all just like, Oh well, you know, the boss says we can't do that. That was really that was really weird. I, I don't yeah. understand how the guy held his cool. I would have been no, like, "Listen, he, fuckers, like this is." They what's didn't even have to like force him or anything. They were just like put his hand, their hand around their shoulder, like, "Okay, hey man, just uh, let's let's get out of here." And he's like, "Okay, right," and just like, turned around and walked. I mean, fuck you. <laughs> like my wife is literally shot and dying, and you just want me to do absolutely nothing. I don't know how any of them like held their cool. Like I just would have been, screw you, we're going. Yeah. Um. So there was that instance, and it was just it's just the more that comes out of it, the worse and worse and worse it looks. So anyway, the idea of um, volunteer departments going in, like, say, in our small town, you know, if there's an incident at the school, we have one responding police officer who is not versed in, uh, you know, that sort of thing at all, very little at least. So we're talk talking about, you know, volunteer people getting right, living in town, they're right there, they can go in immediately. 
So anyways, I found this article. Um, I just ran across it, actually, and they were talking to this police uh, the, or this sheriff about it. And he was talking about, obviously, you know, uh, their tact- law enforcement's tactics failed on that day. Generally, the idea is to go in right away. Um, but then he was talking about parents coming to the school with their own guns. You know, and he's, he says, with cell phones, the 911 center is going to be inundated because everyone has a phone. That's very true. Um, and people will be texting, calling parents, and then parents are going to show up with their own guns. And the problem is the difficulty is we don't know who the good guy is and the bad guy is. Like, if we have 20 parents with AR-15s showing up, it can be a dangerous situation, which he's absolutely correct. Um, but he also said, and I thought this was interesting, I'm a parent and I'd probably do the same thing. What I would say is be mindful and be mindful of is when you show up, be mindful of our role as a law enforcement as law enforcement, you may very well get a gun pointed at you. Just comply and we'll figure it out, which I thought was interesting. Like he's not telling people stay the hell away and let us do our job. He's just saying, Hey, just comply. And he says, but we don't want, but what we don't want is to try and figure out these things while a shooting is taking place. Ah, that's very true. And now here's the part that I found truly interesting. The area is also full of residents who are proficient with firearms, and Johnson stated that it would be possible to enlist their help. If it's people we know and someone with the, that we're comfortable with, we may say, fall in and let's go. There are certainly a lot of competent gun owners who know how to shoot and protect themselves. Um, every time something like this happens, discussions happen. There are 1.2 guns for every single person in the country. They're not going away. We have a community that has firearms, and that's a good thing. And then he goes on to just continue about that. But I did think it was interesting that he's he's essentially saying that, hey, you know, if if we know you, if you're competent, if you know we need some help, heck yeah, fall in line and 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 you can you can help us. You know, I just thought that was very interesting. Well, that kind of goes with what we were saying. I mean, obviously, you can't just be a random fucking random off the street charging in with your AR and right. expect to, everything to go smoothly. You gotta have some kind of relationship with, with the authorities, right? And and I think like back to our our point we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Like I think if if you ha- had a relationship with the local law enforcement around there, you know they know they know that your group trains, they know that you're proficient, you know that you're you're serious about the situation. You know, there's a very good chance that if something does happen and you're the first on one of the first on scenes, they're like, hey, let's go. Let's get this taken care of, you know, but that's that's the important thing. You have to be at that at that point. You have to have a previous relationship with them. Like Box says, you can't just be any Joe Schmo walking up and hey, guys, let's go fix this. Yeah. Who the hell are you? He's got his freaking Punisher freaking vest on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so, sir. I wonder if we have any listeners that are uh police officers that would have anything to say about this if you're out there talk to us about it maybe or something yeah uh i well i mean i i'm interested to hear your views i know a a police officer that certainly would and i asked him about it i have a, a state trooper that helps me in the shop and i was asking him about it the other day like how much training like do they actually have in that specific incidence, you know, like going in and, and CQB, you know, close quarters combat and that sort of thing. And he's like, well, not a ton, but like they do do like training days. Like 
they have mass or like mass shooter training or whatever, like maybe once a year or something like that. So like, and that's the other thing people, people don't realize like, um, a lot of these cops that roll up to the situation, if they're not an actual SWAT team or, you know, someone, you know, a SWAT team, FBI, HRT, you know, um, that sort of thing, they don't have a ton of experience in that situation mm-hmm. either. You know, like they may do training once a year and they had training on, you know, going through their, uh, their officer training, but that's not something that's like super common for them. So I think people have a little bit of a misconception about that too. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know. I just, I found the article interesting and I, like I said, I also found it that that officer was, or that sheriff was so open to, um, accepting help from, from civilians. And he certainly understand, he understood the whole, I think he understood that police officers, law enforcement is not be all end all. Like he understands that there's, there's, um, openings for the civilian population to help. And I found that pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's about. It's about saving lives at that point. It's not, why would you take every possible route that you can, that you can take? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the thing. I think, I think a lot of times people get so, well, law enforcement is supposed to do this and that's just how it is. That's like that. That's like that, uh, Indiana mall shooting. People were so pissed off that the guy had a gun in his, in the gun free zone. They were upset that the cops didn't come in and end it. Well, it's about saving lives. It's, that's that's it. That's all that that's all that mattered in that circumstance. Even if he lived in a state where it was illegal to bring a gun into a gun-free zone, who cares? Like he saved he saved countless people's lives mm-hmm. in that situation. But there were so many people stuck on the fact that well he he broke the law, which he didn't. But yeah, that I don't, that baffles me. I've been thinking, or at least one thought I've had recently about that is how. I'll generalize them as gun grabbers, I I suppose. React to an idea like something like this. I mean, let's suppose guns were outlawed. Guns were banned outright. There's still going to be a period where, I mean, let's, assuming this would be possible, which no way you're going to get that many millions of guns off out of the civilians hands at this point. But let's assume it was a po- it was possible. There's going to be a point where from the date that it's outlawed to the fine till the last gun is out of the fucking country. There's still guns in the country, so why not fortify what you can for at least that time period? I don't think they would even be they would be interested in that. N- not even in the least, I don't think. Maybe there's, I'm sure there's some reasonable ones out there, but I don't think they'd be for that. Like, no, they're they're outlawed. So what more can we do? We need to stomp right. on more rights. No, you need to fortify what you can until they're actually gone, which obviously is never going to happen. And no, we don't want that to happen. Right. Well, yeah, their response is, well, we shouldn't have to do this. Well, welcome to life, people. You shouldn't have to do a lot of things. Yeah, and I, and I think that your whole point is is uh, is proven by the the previously the the latest gun control that passed, not the assault weapons ban that just passed the house, but the previous one where they gave like a few million bucks to schools. Like, yeah, that was like the the you know the rights 
crown jewel right there is in that piece of legislation is secure the schools. Well, okay, well, yeah, we'll give you like $70 million or some ridiculous amount like that. But it wasn't enough to do anything, you know. There was just enough to appease the the senators, and, and that was it. And that's what's so frustrating. Like, you know, nothing was actually done. But it's grandstanding. Exactly. It's, that's 150%. That's all that was. Um, speaking of grandstanding, the latest, um, and we're going to talk about this on the, on the Gears and Beers more, much more in depth, but there's a few points I wanted to make on this. The, uh, the assault weapons ban that passed the house. So this was, this was interesting. Like, uh, we'd been hearing about this for a long time and then it was coming up to it and it looked like there was going to be a vote. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, we're going to push it off until August. And then, and I'm not exactly sure what exactly happened, but there were some rule changes in the House. They pushed through these rule changes, so this allowed this to be to come up. And then all of a sudden, like, when we're hearing it was pushed off, and then all of a sudden, oh, no, there's a vote today. And then it got voted on that freaking day and ended up passing by, like, five or six votes, something like that. Yeah, they had to vote on same-day same day bills or whatever. That same, I think it was the morning that they voted on that, or the day before, and then they passed the assault weapons, the way I understood it anyways. Okay. And the thing that really frustrates me about this, obviously, other than the the nonsense um, of the entire bill, is Jerry, Jerry Nadler, he's one of the, one of the big guys in the house, the, one of the majority leaders. I can't remember which I think it might have been Massey or one of the one of the um conservatives in the house he mentioned well you're banning the most commonly used guns in America and Nadler on the house floor says yes yes we absolutely are <laughs> that's the point yeah exactly well that flies directly in the face of the most recent the Bruin the Bruin Supreme Court decision which stated uh, basically along those lines if it's in common use between, but it's between the the Heller decision and the Bruin decision, which basically established that if it's in common use, and it has been for a long time, you can't ban it. So this is they're they're blatantly defying that they know that this is not constitutional because the statement just came out, but they're gonna try and ram it through the Senate anyways because they know that it would stand up for a few years in court. Before they it stand for a few years before it made it all the way to the Supreme Court. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what's so freaking frustrating. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about anything other than their grandstanding tactics, tactics to say, hey, look what we did. But I think they might have sealed their fate in November with this one, Box. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, a lot of Democrats probably... They're going to get reelected for it, or they can. But what do you think of the two two Republicans that voted for it? I heard that they were they got primaried already and they were on their way out anyways, uh, or at least one of them was. I think the New York one. Not was, surprising, which would make sense. Um, but the interesting part is they only got two Republicans in the whole House, which there is a hell of a lot more. Um, people in the House and the Senate, obviously. And they would have to convince 10 senators to vote for this. Yeah, 10, 10 Republican senators. Correct. I don't, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. 
But and I and I said this before, like I didn't understand why people were were fighting so hard to keep this from a vote in the House because now they're on record as supporting this and they can't deny that they want to take people's guns. So I says it's dead in the Senate. But the thing is, you can't you can't assume that like you can't just say, oh, you know, it's dead in the Senate and it's okay. We got to be we have to be hammering our senators especially the few that voted for this previous gun control, you know, like Senator Joni Ernst, that's one of them. That's yeah. our Senator. We got to be freaking hammering her and making sure that, she, and I don't think she will. I don't think she'd ever cave on something like this, but you can never be too sure. You never know what they're going to offer them. The back, the back room tactics, tactics. Yeah. They're going to play. I was watching that, that vote. It was kind of a nail biter at the fucking end. Was it? Because they needed, they need two eighteen, two hundred eighteen votes mm-hmm. for it to pass the seven, the the house. And there was like, there was only nine or ten votes left or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they got to two seventeen and it just stopped. And but it turns out they had a vacant seat, so they only needed two seventeen for it to pass, and that's what they ended up with. Son of a bitch. So those. If only one of those Republicans had voted against it, really, we had a, uh, it had been dead in the House. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm fairly confident that it's going nowhere in the Senate. But like, you, you, you can never be too sure. You can never be too sure. The backroom deals and the bullshit that they pull, you never, you never really know. So, um, just be hammering your senators. Even if they're solidly pro-gun, make sure you're letting them know that this uh this this can't this can't be uh allowed. Yeah, I mean at the, at this point, like it's rare for us to come across a Republican that we're all that we're like, yeah, I like that guy. He's actually standing up. There's only a, less than a handful of people where he can actually be like, yeah, I'm I like that dude. He stands up for for shit. Right. But. <laughs> There's how many of them, and they're all garbage. Right. Yeah, the, you never know because something could be offered to them in a backroom deal, and they f- they s- swap all of a sudden and sell us out. So, And, and two, I mean, we had an assault weapons ban before, you know, back in 94. This shit has happened, so it can't be something that we are, uh, we're sleeping on. So um, I think on, like I said, on Gears and Beers, we're going to go in it in depth, like what this actually bans, and it's... It's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, pistols are assault. It bans weapons. ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I don't think on, he's even relevant anymore. One, I don't se- need to ban him. On page one seventy four, isn't he still on the Fast and the Furious movies? If they're still making them, probably. I oh, guess. I'm pretty sure they're on like Fast and the Furious seventeen or some shit. Probably. Like that. How didn't we look that up a while ago? Yeah, there's you like and Johnson thir- argued about it for quite some time. There's like 13 or 14 episode or movies, yeah. Fast and the Furious movies. Freaking yeah. absurd. Um, you know what else is absurd? Shakira's hips. <laughs> they, like, they, they don't they, lie. They, that's they just, for sure. They just don't lie. Uh, God, I saw uh, a just random. I saw. I came across a video of her on like a facebook reel or something the other day and she looks phenomenal these days really i mean just getting hotter with age hmm, how old is she she's got to probably be like 45 50 i don't know pulling the whole j-lo thing yeah you see j-lo just got married again did you see all those memes no, did I you didn't. did you see all those memes <laughs> with like super bowl teams it says j-lo since 94 five rings and that has like dallas cowboys zero <laughs> <laughs> 
Shocker. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, what are you looking up? How old Shakira is? Yeah. And shocker, the first thing that came up is Shakira's tax fraud trial. <laughs> right. Which was what I was going to, yeah, what I was going to talk about. But she is 45. Wow. I was, fucking, I'm smart. Hmm. Interesting. I I wouldn't. Uh, I guess I wouldn't have any idea. I wouldn't have known where, known where to put her. I could see that though. But uh, yeah. Anyways, Box says the tax fraud thing. So she's accused of tax tax evasion. She's facing like eight years in prison and like a twenty four million dollar fine. Uh, this is the frustrating things for me. Like we live in a so called free society. But we're only free if we're paying. We're like it's like we live in a neighborhood with the fucking mafia, and they come around once a month, and is like, "Hey, give me your money, otherwise I'm gonna shoot you." But yeah. this is like the government's like, "Hey, give me your money, otherwise I'm gonna throw you in jail for eight years." You know, that's to me eight years in prison. Like, there's people who've got less for killing people like so many times like tax evasion this seems like such a am i is am i out of line on this or is my thinking just like what, i don't the know paying taxes is bullshit yes no like you, have you met me well yeah but <laughs> i mean to me like the the older i get the more ridiculous this whole this whole situation that we have going seems like because it's, it's getting more ridiculous by the year. Like, eight, think about this. She didn't pay her taxes, so eight years in prison? Eight years. That's like on a good, like a, some, like say most people only live till the average life expectancy is 72. So that's, that's a tenth of your life that's thrown away in prison because you didn't pay your freaking taxes. She didn't give the government some, government to throw some money at somebody that doesn't need it. <sighs> yeah. It's just it's it's so frustrating um, that that we're living. I don't know. And and to be fair, like I'm not against paying our fair share. Like I will pay. I I pay my taxes and that's okay. But there is a certain point when your fair share is far less than everybody's paying right now. So you said it's a twenty four million dollar fine, right? Is that the fine or is that like what she owes? In taxes plus the fine. I'm not positive on that. I'm not positive on that. That's uh, a that's a pretty hefty fine. Because <laughs> it's not. Yeah, but I'm sure that's. I'm sure her her overdue taxes are part of that because they don't just like forgive and forget that. Like you can't get rid of. Like even if you declare bankruptcy, does that get does that get rid of unpaid taxes? I don't know. I don't know if it does either. I guess I'll find out when I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I I don't know. That just just to me seems completely absurd. Oh, this was This says in Spain. Really? There's not not in the US. Secure to go to trial in Spain for alleged tax fraud. I wonder what what the story is there? Fuck you. Do not sell my... Yeah, don't sell my fucking information, you commie fucks. Hmm. So, 
Wow. Hey, Sam, did you read the article? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the point still stands, I guess. It's just... Uh, yeah, in July 2021, a judge at a court near Barcelona ruled that the Colombian singer could stand trial for alleged tax evasion of 14.5 million euros or $17 million in Spain. There's sufficient evidence to hold a tri trial for her alleged tax evasion for the year of 2012, 2013, and 2014. Wow, this is like years ago. Argued that Shakira lived more than 200 days in Spain in each of those years, making her liable to pay taxes in the country. Maybe she just had a really shitty accountant that didn't know that they had to pay taxes <laughs> in foreign countries when you... Maybe. When you <laughs> yeah, that, that, that very well could be. So I wonder if she's like uh She's from... Col you said Colombian singer? Yeah. You, is, so is she not an American citizen? Um, I'm sure she probably is now, but huh? Oh, the, her fin financial huh. financial advisor is also named in the ruling. Yeah, he's hosed. Used a series of companies and offshore tax havens to attempt to hide the sources of her income during those years. Cash, people, pay cash. I wish I had more cash. That's the that's the problem with cash, though. Like. I mean, you can only buy so many things with cash. There's a lot of, <laughs> you know, there's a lot right. of shit that you, uh, like... I mean, you can literally go places now that don't accept cash. Right. They just take cards. That's, yeah, that's irritating. Plus, like, you know, cash is bulky. Like, if you need to go buy a high-dollar item, you know, got to have a fat-ass envelope or... A, si a Seinfeld wallet? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm a huge fan of cash, and I encourage my uh, my customers to pay that way. But like you said, you can only you can only buy so many things with so many things with cash. So, what do you think of a cashless society? I think it's extremely extremely dangerous, um, and I think it should be avoided at all costs. Um, because you'll notice, like. Uh, I think it was in Russia when all these sanctions and stuff got on put got put on Russia, like um, Google Pay and Apple Pay and everything. They s decided they were going to stop working there too. You know what I just realized? What? Never started recording a video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, hit, re hit record on there. <laughs> well, goddamn it, we were talking. Recording. You're recording too, right? <laughs> Yes, I've been re I've been recording the whole time. I guess we're just uh Well, you threw me off with all that talk and the <laughs> Well, here's the pre-pre-show talk. Here's what we'll do. We'll put we'll just like put a little short video of Shakira shaking her hips on the entire time until up to the video when we start actually recording. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> we might actually get more viewers than normal. <laughs> we, uh, we probably get a hell of a lot. I more. just take a Yeah, I'll just uh screenshot what's going on a still photo and have Shakira dancing on the do board. Do it. Let's to, let's totally do it. That'd I'll be it. that'd be awesome. I'll do it. <laughs> that is what we call high quality production work. We're professionals here, <laughs> folks. Uh, what, so what were you saying? You were you were asking me what I thought about something. Cashless society. Oh right. Um, yeah, like but when everybody put those Russia, sanctions on Russia, um, like Google Pay and Apple Pay and all that shit decided to stop working too. So then all the the citizens that depended on that sort of thing 
while they were just up shit creek, you know, they couldn't get their money out and they couldn't pay for things. Um, so, and he, that, that therein lies the problem. Like the further that we get down into this rabbit hole of cashless society, um, say 10, 20 years from now, when we're all the way in there, think about if we have another pandemic and, um, the government decides they want everybody to stay home. So what do they do? Shut your cards off. You can't go out and you can't spend money outside of your home. So we're not going to let you. People don't think, I don't wonder, people don't seem to think about that. They're like, well, I have my credit card, so I'm good. They right. can't, this is, this is mine. It's my money. So they have to let me use it. No, I'm sorry. Someone else is, in, is literally in control of your finances at that point. Yeah. And you, if you think the government doesn't have a hand in that, I'm sorry, but you, I'm, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> absolutely and plus like you sign an agreement with your with your bank when you open an account and there's certain things like i mean say they don't want you to there there's been banks talking about um well a lot of them won't do business with gun shops like so uh, so who's to say that eventually these these banks won't say hey no you can't spend your money at gun shops like that seems ludicrous, but that's not so out of the out of the realm of possibility because they already don't work with them. Like I've been canceled by numerous people or numerous banks and stuff, uh, payment services. So who's to say that they won't totally just decide to stop doing business with them? You know that seems far fetched, but it's really not. I don't feel not at all. It's more and more common these days. So yeah, my thoughts on a cashless society is very, very bad. I I, I try to <laughs> very try bad. To, and here's the shitty thing is, like if you keep your cash, if you keep money in cash, right now you're just losing, you're losing money because of inflation. You know, every day it's going up, so that same hundred dollars is worth less and less. But at the same time, you know, what do you do with it? Like weed and hookers. Well, you know, you got that going for you. You see that that video that they, uh, the news agency came up and was asking people what they do if they won the lottery oh, yeah, on live TV. The yeah. guy's like, cocaine and hookers, man. She's like, oh, ooh. <laughs> I have no idea how to react. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I assume you pretty much agree with me on the whole cashless society thing. Oh, yeah. Although I will say it's, it's awful handy. Oh, f*** yeah. I mean, if there were a way to absolutely 100% ensure that the government had no hand in it. They couldn't shut off your access to your funds or anything like that. Sure. But that's not the f***ing case. Crypto. Cryptocurrency. Well, yeah. If we... if which That's going to be regulated before long, too. And that's the problem. Like, right now, it's decentralized, you know, and they want to regulate it and regulate it. And, and they're, the, they're using, like, this last... This whole last... Um, I mean, crypto crash. Well, look, so many people lost their money in this. Yeah, no shit. They only lost I it because they sold. Well, that or a lot of those, some of those um, businesses just went straight under. Yeah, um, right. Voyager was one of the bigger ones. They went but, under? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Voyager is done. Like, they're no more. I had an account with them. I don't think I... I hope you didn't have anything in them. No, I, I sold everything with them and transferred it over to fucking gate.ai. IO, I think. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Voyager was done. There's another up couple others. And they just went under and they couldn't pay their bills. So a lot of people that had money in them lost money. And 
uh, right now I mainly use Coinbase, which is still, you know, solid. I'm not super worried about them. But the fact is I have lost a lot of money because the, the market dropped. But guess what? I understand that. I accepted that risk when I took, when I put money into it. And I am perfectly fine with that risk. All I want is the government to stay the hell out of my business. Like I know the risk. Don't tell me that's what that irritates me. Oh, we got, we, we want to save you. We want to, we want to make sure that you're shut up, bitch. I'm Bullshit. safe. I just leave me alone. You know, that's so, so frustrating. Um, but there's a lot of people that, that, yeah, I think you guys should regulate this more. Well, then stay out of it. Don't, don't get in it. Trust you know? the government. They know better than you. They don't know a goddamn thing. No, clearly, clearly not. The stabilizing brace turns this AR into a fully automatic weapon. I could, I was just losing my mind watching that video. I was, oh my God. Dude. I was watching some of the, like I said earlier, I was watching the debate on the assault weapons ban while they were talking about it on the floor. I had to turn it off several times because some of the shit that comes out of their mouth is just yeah. the most preposterous bullshit. <laughs> I I can't do this. Nope. Sorry. I'll come back later and see what the what you're talking about then. Right. I was I just tuned in for a few minutes on uh, Gears and Beers was live stream in the debate yesterday or Guns and Gadgets, excuse me. And Sheila Jackson, you know, her intelligent, super intelligent self was talking, but all she was saying was talking about kids. Like, don't you want to save the kids? Don't you want to save the kids? Yeah, obviously, but you're not going to do anything to save them. Like, you're going to take away this gun, but they can still walk in there because you don't want to secure the schools with a 12-gauge shotgun, which is even more deadly than they are. It's like, so don't tell me about wanting to save it because that's not how this works. Like, yeah, it's just infuriating watching the arguments on this on this sort of thing. I think the the last time I had to turn it off, someone was up there and was talking about how... Guns kill more people or more children than vehicles anymore these days. That's false. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I can tell you for a goddamn fact, AR-15s are not the fucking cause of those. No. Semi-automatic rifles are not the cause of those fucking deaths. No. You're, uh, you, yeah. know, you know what study they're citing? There's Probably a, something from fucking every town. There's a specific study that they're citing, but guess who they include as children in that? Uh, 18 and 19-year-olds are children, too. Guess who is the most uh, involved in gangs? 18 and 19-year-olds. Shocker. So, yeah, that's not that's a 100% tweaked and false study that's just infuriating. And then, yeah, like, and we were saying in the pre-show... Um, I can't remember what exactly we were talking about, or maybe it was before the pre-show, about them tweaking numbers to fit their agenda, the agenda, and that's exactly what this is. They, Everybody and their mom knows that a 19-year-old is not a kid anymore. So 18 and 19-year-olds are kids in those studies. Right. Or if you need to go, or if you're going to the military, or if you're voting. Right. But when it comes to purchasing a rifle, they're like, no, they're not mature enough. Right. And... I think it was Massey brought that up to Nadler the other day. <laughs> Nadler was probably sitting there with his fucking fingers in his ears in one of the in one of the the hearings, and he says he said to him, "So you're telling me that an 18 year old is not old enough to to purchase a weapon like this?" 
but he's old enough to be given a fully automatic weapon and sent away to war. And Nadler's response was, yeah, but we, we, we need them to, to do that. So you just admitted that, what? No, like, it's okay when it fits your agenda and what you want, but it's, it's, it's yeah. It's we just, need them for the war machine so we can profit off of all this fucking arms dealers or manufacturers or whatever. Yeah. You should, uh, have you ever watched any Russell Brand? He annoys the fuck out of me. And yes. I hate him as a person, but I watched a couple of his videos the other, the last couple days. Yeah. And that's the kind of shit he talks about. It's not what you would think. No, not, not at all. It's all about like how, like, pretty much like what we talk about. How the government is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. He, I think he leans a lot farther left than us. Um, but he doesn't discriminate. He'll, he's mostly reasonable. It sounds he'll like lamb, what I he lambasts the left as well as the right. Um, and I can get on board with that. That's mainly what I've seen. And and it used to be years ago. Like I thought he was a complete liberal nutcase, but I've seen him. A lot of his videos lately have just been the ones I've seen have just been hammering on the Democrats and their, their utter stupidity for this shit. But to be fair, he'll do the same thing to the right when they're back in power. And that's okay. I think that's, I think that's how a fella should be. You know, you should be equally. I mean, that's pretty much what we do. I mean, we don't obviously bash on the right near as much as the left, but no, we, we still think they're fucking stupid. Spineless cowards, yeah, pretty much. Uh, speaking, Let's of, get Russell Brandt on here. That guy, like, he is so hard to understand half the he time. He is that very accent, high energy, and his accent is just impossible. Is he just from England? Like, where the hell is he from? Because that accent is thicker than most. Like, I don't know. Well, I think it has to do with his fucked up mouth, too. <laughs> Well, I guess that very well could be. I don't know. And just as energy. Uh, British. Yeah. Yeah, just from Great Britain. Yeah. yeah. Born in Grey's, the, uh, in Grey's United Kingdom. Isn't it interesting how, like, some guys, like, born in the UK have super, super, super thick accents like that, and then other people, like, I mean, you can tell they got a bit of an English accent, but not near to that extent. And that's a small ass island. Like that's not that big of a place. The UK. Yeah. Like, and it's interesting. Like how small. Like, I don't know how many citizens are in the UK, but it's nowhere. It's not that much. But it's interesting the amount of uh, um, what what's the word I'm looking for? How much they've been involved in 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 the history of the world for such a small group of people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause they were like a freaking powerhouse for a lot of years, for a long time. And they're just a small, small little Island over there. I always find that to be kind of interesting. Um, you know what I don't find to be interesting is Biden. I find him to be very interesting. Actually, he is, he is, he is hilarious. I, the guy would be absolutely hilarious if I didn't despise him so much. Like if we, you know how you go to concerts or festivals or whatever to people watch. Yeah, he would be someone that I would just sit around and watch for hours, watching bumbling around like a moron and just laugh my ass off. All the time. They should just put bleachers in the White House. <laughs> yeah, or just have like a no. They could do the reality television, and Biden would be the Truman Show for <laughs> Biden. Is what they need. Oh, that'd be awesome. Or maybe just back in the old days they had gladiators. You know, well we can just. Have a big old stadium like those, 
throw Biden out there in the middle of the field and watch him wander around for a while. Give him a, give him a mic and see what kind of gibberish he says. See how many fake <laughs> invisible hands he tries to shake. How many times he claps without touching his hands. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Biden has COVID again. Like this is, he just had it like a week ago, got over it. Now all of a sudden he tested positive for it again. Uh, which I, I am not arguing about the the effective. Well, I am the effectiveness effectiveness <laughs> of the vac- vaccine. I can't speak today. About vaccine. Vaccine. Um, but I don't feel like they can call it a vaccine because, like, would you ever go to the to to the vet? And the vet's like, all right, I'm going to give your dog a rabies shot. It's like, cool. Is this going to stop him from getting rabies? Well, no, but the case, it won't be as bad of a case. What? Like, no. Like, that's not that's not a vaccine then. That is a treatment. Can we please stop calling it a vaccine because it clearly doesn't freaking work? Like, I know people that had the vaccine that have had COVID multiple times. Like, I understand, like, for older folks and stuff, it's supposed to lessen the effect. Okay. But it clearly doesn't work to, to keep you from getting COVID. I mean, that's well established at this point. Is it not from, uh, Oxford languages vaccine is is defined as a substance used to stuttering the out of these words here, a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and provide immunity against one or several diseases. Right. Immunity. So let's define immunity here. So I'm pretty sure it doesn't mean lessen the effects of the ability of an organism to resist a particular infection or toxin by the action of specific antibodies or sensitized white blood cells. Well, up until this point in our in our nation's history, a vaccine has always been, hey, are you vaccinated for this? Okay, yep. Okay, great. You're not going to get it. Yeah. That's just how it is. That has been the general general understanding of it, I'll agree. But now it's like you. Uh, there's been, you know, several shots, like four boosters, and I'm sure Biden has got all of these. Um, And it's not stopping him from getting <laughs> from getting it. It's like and I just I just had this myself again. So like I had it, I don't know, a year and a half ago, something like that. And I just had COVID. Well, uh, over the remember the last uh, podcast we had, um I was feeling shitty then. Well, I went and took a test and I was actually positive then. So I had it for probably 4 or 5 days, you know. And I worked the entire time. And then a few days after I tested negative, I went and road rag bry, you know it was just no, a, great you just can no i was i was negative i made sure that i was no negative the test when I was went wrong to, when i went to uh ride rag bry. but my point is like it was just basically a, a minor annoyance like it just pissed me off and irritated me like you know? if covid had not been a thing these last two years you'd have been like great i got i got a bug oh 100 percent. yeah yeah 100 percent. but i felt like you know, um, I run a business. I can't have people like I can't be exposing them to that. And, you know, so I was make sure that I was testing and shit because I didn't want to expose my customers to it. Um, but so I, I worked all week 
felt like shit a little bit, you know, headaches stuff, but it was just, yeah. So this whole, I, I think the whole vaccine experiment has failed and I'm not knocking on you. If you feel the need to get that, like that's a hundred percent your choice. Sure. Absolutely. That's, that's, I get it. That's fine. But just the fact that they're still pushing this is just like, has me baffled. How many boosters are they up to? At least four, I think. That's fucking outrageous. Like, to you me. know how pissed I'd be if my dog went and got several shots and four boosters and she still got rabies? Like, I would be fucking pissed. So, when did the booster or when did the vaccine come out? Was it, it early 2021? No, like remember, May? remember it was the day they announced it the day after the election or two days after the election well, did, revolt, the results were finalized well, was did, when they, that's when they announced they had the first one. When did it become available though? It was a few months after that. So yeah, it was, that was back in 2020, late. So it's been roughly a year and a half, a little less maybe. Right. I forget where I was going with that. That it doesn't, it's been proven that it doesn't work at this point. I don't know. I, I feel it does, but hey, you know, teach your own. If that's a, if that's your thing, if you want to keep getting them, I've never got a flu shot. And I, I kind of view this as very similar to, that's what we should be calling it. We should just be calling it the COVID shot rather than a COVID vaccine. Cause it's not meant to stop you from getting it. It's just meant to lessen the effects. Yeah. I feel like. But I talked to a lot of people that always religiously got their flu shot and then they just stopped getting their flu shot because it wasn't freaking working for them anymore and they still got the flu. I've never got a flu shot and I doubt I ever will, but. Did we when we were kids? I don't remember. No. They didn't like make us do that shit for school? No, not, not flu shots. Like you had to have other shots for, for school, but the flu shot was not one of them. Had to have rabies shots. Oh yeah. But not fucking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Take, make sure you got your rabies vaccine before you go to school. We don't want you biting anybody. Yeah. I don't, I don't recall ever, ever getting one, but I wonder how long till New York makes fucking monkeypox vaccine mandatory. Mary, <laughs> me and Sam were talking just before the show and New York has issued it. I don't, it didn't, she declared it a disaster. I didn't think it was official state of emergency, but New York is definitely a disaster for, for monkeypox because there's like a thousand cases there. And the article also stated that it's mostly among dudes that enjoy having casual sex with other dudes. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that it's an STD, which leads me they to refuse, believe that it cannot be. They refuse to classify it as an STD. <laughs> Just like they refuse to classify this as a recession. It's all about uh, it's, it's all about uh, definitions box. Depends what your definition of is is. <laughs> <laughs> like I used to at my last job for a few years I worked with someone who was like the personification of of the left. Like he wasn't liberal at all, but he his his personality and the way he was a smart guy but he would twist your shit around so fucking far and try to make it like he could actually convince people to make it sound like he was being reasonable. Like he went so far around to fucking crazy where it would come back to you just didn't really have an argument for him anymore. <laughs> it drove me insane. Like we worked with one of the guys we worked with. He was particularly stupid. Like 
very, very low IQ, and I felt actually genuinely, genuinely bad for him before, and he f**k with him so hard, and he could convince him of nearly anything, and it drove me insane. Well, I would say that's a pretty good definition of the left. Yeah, the, they'll try to take something completely out of left field and normalize it and make you think that it's... I don't know if I brought... Th- maybe I did bring this up before. Uh, there's someone I watch on YouTube, Stuff Made Here as, as the channel. He's an engineer. And he was he brought up one time where he doesn't view his intelligence as linear. There's actually a point where you can... Like, you can be very smart, but then you, you like, reach a peak... And then you just like it's a it's not linear, so it's a circle. So you just circle her back around until it's incredibly stupid again. Like you overthink things so much where it's just the dumbest shit you'll ever hear. And I kind of think that's what the left does, or a lot of people do, anyways. Not mm-hmm. just the left. So it doesn't have any corners. There's, there's, there's no corners. There's no, no corners. It's no a corners. circle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would say I would say that is a that is a trait of an over one of the traits of an overthinking mind. I could yeah. Well, I think and some people do it on purpose. Like they realize they're like, "Ooh, I stopped being smart here, but I'm going to keep reaching and reaching and reaching until it's dumbed down enough to where the stupid people are convinced." Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say that's very there's a lot of that going on in society right now. I like that thought, though. Intelligence is not linear. You just circle around until you're stupid again. <laughs> you sound smart, but you're dumb as fuck. You're unreasonable. And yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of very intelligent ple- people that think some very stupid things. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I mean, there's there's a lot of extremely intelligent people on the left, like you know, rocket scientist types that believe that men can get pregnant, you know, like that's, this is not a debate about that, but the, that's a simple fact of the matter is like, that's not a, that's not a thing. It can't happen, but they've convinced themselves, even though they're super intelligent, you know, some of the smartest people in the world, but I, I, there's no way that they actually believe that though. Like in their head, I think they've convinced themselves that they do. Did you see those videos that like, uh, um, I think it was Matt Walsh. He like he's at a women's rally. He's like, I think yeah, that and movie. he asked, he asked, yeah, and this was just a preview for that movie. And he asked, like four girls are standing there. So what is a woman? And they all just look at each other and laugh. <laughs> uh, right. He's like, you're at a women's rally, don't you think? And every single one of them knows. Every single one of them knows exactly what a woman is, but they don't want to say it for fear of sounding. Like a bigot to those on their side. Like it's just yeah, I've heard that that's supposed to be like a really, really good uh, movie or documentary or whatever you want to fucking call it. Mm-hmm. But there is such a thing as as I forget what they call it, some kind of bias. But it's where he picks and chooses. Uh, obviously, they had their choice of how many hundreds of or thousands of people to to go through these interviews. Right. So it's hard to tell for me, as reasonable as that movie looks, hard for me to tell um, how many people that they they interviewed that actually had something differing to say. That's what I hate about that. Well, yeah, they wanted to push one side of it. 
there it was definitely a very very biased movie um but then again like i feel like ultimately there's only there's only one truth like there was another clip i saw of him he was talking to some lady about she was saying you're speaking your truth and he says what do you there is not your truth there is the truth like there's a way that you perceive things and then there's a fact there is there's there's facts and then there's there's your feelings and that's i think I think this whole your truth thing is just kind of utter nonsense if you ask me because definitely I mean the fact of the matter is there's a truth there's a way life is and that's that's never going to change no matter how bad you want it to change like that's that's what it is you know I I don't know it's like our whole society is uh, would rather believe a lie that makes them feel good than the truth that they don't want to see. I think and that's un that's uh, that's unfortunate. Things should be easy. Well, they no, should be, but, but you gotta you gotta deal with hard shit. Well, Sorry. Welcome to life. There's <laughs> there's facts of life, and they and they they can't be changed. Yeah, that my truth thing really. Got under my skin too. I don't right. hear it so much anymore, though. That seemed to be a short, fairly short-lived deal. Yeah. I wonder if that was because people, enough people, called fucking bullshit on it, or if, or if there was another reason that I could be, could be the the Me Too movement kind of fell apart as well. Oh yeah. Um, which I'm glad that was a believe all women. Well, sorry, but a lot of women are fucking liars, <laughs> right? As well as a lot of, as a lot of, yeah, and a lot of men are liars too. Like, that's the thing that irritated me. Like, you're you're saying that you can you can believe women, but well, men are dirtbags. So, abs. Well, a lot of men are, but that's that you're saying basically all men are dirtbags. You're saying believe all women. Well, all men are must be liars. Then, so women are the angels of the earth, and men are just fucking awful. Pretty much. So are white men. So are white people, Box. <laughs> you, uh, Where are the devils? That's right. Um, you got some meme you want to... Uh, memes? I can't read my own... Celebrating... Shocker. Oh, okay, yeah. Memes celebrating... Sounded shooting, out. Shooting burglars. Yeah. And pr- maybe we've talked about this before a long time ago. I don't recall. But there's... I always see... Especially after the Indiana Indiana mall shooting, online on social media and shit like that, there is always an influx of memes. I'm sure you've seen them, like gun owners when someone finally breaks into their house and they shows the the owner like all fucking giddy Amped to go up. and shoot someone. Right. I don't. I don't know. I just don't I don't like those. Like I think they make the entire community look bad. Mm-hmm. And I think in the off chance that you actually do have to use your firearm in self-defense, it makes you look bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the Kyle Rittenhouse case. 
They used his gamer tag on what Grand Theft Auto or something to try and persecute him. And his TikTok four yeah. doors more whores. You think they? <laughs> you think they're not going to dig through your social media and see that you're posting memes about celebrating murdering someone? Not murdering someone, but having to use your firearm in self killing, defense killing and, someone, and yeah. causing a fatality. Yeah. Um, and nowadays, hundred percent, they would go through your social media and say you had to defend yourself. They, I guarantee, one hundred percent guarantee that that post would be presented to the jury, and it would look very, very bad for you. Oh, definitely. And I mean, it's supposed to be a jury of your peers, mm-hmm. but think of how many people in that jury have the same viewpoints as you on firearms and gun ownership. Probably not many, even if they're Republican. Mm-hmm. They're not many people actually understand this side of of the argument. It sounds unreasonable because our our the the answer to that situation was violence. But they're like, well, it shouldn't have to be violence, even right. if you're Republican. But that, I'm sorry, sometimes that's the case. Violence sometimes is the only answer. I yeah, but to your point, yeah, that'd be very very bad if that was the situation. And I don't believe that I've ever shared one of those. I've shared a lot of memes that do not reflect well on my character, probably. <laughs> but I've never, I don't believe I've ever shared one like that. But two, like, um, and I don't know if we've brought this up, but New York, they, in the light of their recent loss in the Supreme Court, enacted a new gun law, which is even more ridiculous. Um you have to go through like jump through so many hoops to get your license to carry. And then you have to give up all your social medias past and present and they will look through them and anything that they deem unscrupulous, they're going to deny you your, your carry permit for you like that. Sorry. I'm just real impressed at your (laughs) vocabulary at this point. (laughs) But if, and I guarantee you without a shadow of a doubt, if you had shared one of those memes, they would take it to mean that you were just wanting to shoot someone and they would deny you. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think in this age, that's like a lot of us are much too free with our social medias, myself included. Um, We don't realize that that shit you posted on there, it's going to be on there for the forever for, you know, everyone to see. And years from now, they can look back and, well, how many people have been destroyed by have been canceled by tweets from 10 or 15 years no ago, shit. you know? So, um, yeah, I would agree with you that those are those are not... They don't make our side look good. And a lot of times uh, they're shared in just, like, gun groups and shit like yeah. that, but still... Which, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fine line for me, too, which I get, I get the f***ing humor of it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, and it makes you giggle, but I'm pretty sure most of those people that share that stuff Probably don't have the balls to pull the trigger, right? And I mean, I'm a I'm a dark humor guy. Like I absolutely love. I think I think Deadpool, like in that type of humor, that really fucked up, super dark stuff, is some of the best humor. Like I absolutely love that stuff. Just I love it. But there's a lot of people that don't see see it like that, you know. And that's not that's not. Um, okay to them or even a lot of like uh, say veterans and, and stuff like that um, you know they'll joke about things like that we 
that most normal people would be like, well, that's not okay to joke about. But then they don't realize that, like, that's how a lot of people got through, like, really dark instances and circumstances, like, f***ed up shit that they right. saw happen. You know, they make a joke about it, and they, and they you know, they laugh, and they... How can you laugh about this? Well, because if I don't, then I'm going to feel f***ing absolutely awful about 100%. it, and I'm going to fall into some kind of deep, dark shit. Right, absolutely. And, I mean, that even happens, like, you know, not just in the service, but in... You know, in real life, like, um, you know, that's just how some people cope. And I think, I think humor is a much better, it's a, it's a very, it's a very good coping mechanism, although a lot of people don't understand it. But so I, I would say, I'm saying I agree. I can understand why those memes are shared, but I would agree with you. They don't, they don't make our side look good. And it's, and it's not just memes either. There's right. a lot of posts I come across, whether it's advertisements or something on Facebook, where or a video, active self-protection video or something like that. I don't know. Where I'll see a lot of comments. Or I would have just shot that fucking dude in the face and went back to sleep or something like that. Where they they act like mm-hmm. killing this person is no big deal for them, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't really care about it. And they would have done it without a second thought, but mm. that same shit's going to come back to you. I mean, we—I think we all know that social media is pretty much know everything that's going on with your particular inca- your account. So you think they're not tracking all that shit, or they can't come up later? You got to be kind of careful what you say right. on there if you are. If you do have the possibility to use a firearm in self-defense, I guess. Yeah, and and even nowadays, like, um, well, speci- in all, in so many of these shootings, the the Uvalde shooting, the um, a lot of these shootings, they'll post on social media beforehand what their intentions are going to do. And if you think for a second that these social media companies aren't developing al- algorithms and ways to flag that, you got another thing coming. And guess what's also going to be flagged? A lot more of the shit that we say. You know, stuff like that. Um, I mean, that if you don't think that they will be developing stuff and if they're there, I wouldn't surprise me if they already do, you know, track a lot of the things that we say online. So I I saw something interesting the other day. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, did, Did you for your security system, did you have to enter any kind of information like your name or your your phone number, your email address or anything that could be linked to your social media um i i would assume so because i have monitored like my security systems are actually monitored mm-hmm. like professionally monitored so i'm pretty sure i did yeah or, or is your uh is it all the same system that no. you have on your house or your no i have your doorbell have, is separate than your Yep, I have I have a, one security system in my shop and a different security system in my house. Okay. Well, I just I was just thinking the other day I came across something also that Ring or Amazon I think it owns Ring. Mm-hmm. They it had been found out that they had willingly given over footage from these Ring doorbells without a warrant or without the user's knowledge to law enforcement. So what makes you think that they can't... I mean, you probably have to sign up for this shit. 
So you enter your email address. They figure out your social security or your, your social security, social media mm-hmm. account from that. Mm-hmm. And then they have a, a video of you walking in and out of your house or whenever you're outside. Yeah. They can access that whenever the f*** they want. Is yeah. that uh, unreasonable? I I feel like that's a possibility down the road where law enforcement can have access to these kind of like NSA back with uh, Edward Snowden, his fucking bombshell, where the government's going to have access to all these fucking cameras that are on damn near everybody's house. And then they have access to your social media that they can just, whether or not it's just looking at it, but they can link the two. I wonder what the, the, um, legality is if they got if the if the if the company willingly gives it up if that's still admittable in a court of law because they didn't get a warrant to invade your personal privacy like i understand that maybe like these were extenuating circumstances where they were looking for you know i i have no idea um but yeah, I'm curious as to the legalities of this. If they could, because I have cameras with, throughout my whole shop mm-hmm. and the outside, like that's recorded 24 hours a day. Um, I can go back to any specific time, and if there's movement during that time, that it's it's recording. So um, I would say I am careful about what I say. Um many times but yeah i'm curious as to the legalities of that like if they would have had to have to get a warrant or if they just if the company giving it up to them is good enough or how that all works i'm curious it's probably not legal at all at this point but congress is going to be married made aware of it before long i'm sure and then they're gonna throw it in a, in a bill about fucking roads or something where mm. oh we're just gonna go ahead and Give law enforcement total access to these, all these cameras, right. and so and many, no one's going to know about it. So many times, it, well, I mean, the the Patriot Act, so-called Patriot Act, um, granted them so many tools against terrorists, and notice they keep labeling domestic terrorists, you know, as people like us. Well, if they label us a domestic terrorist, they don't have to have any of that bullshit. You know, none of the, the yeah. they're not constrained by the Constitution. Or they think they're not. This is for national national security reasons. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's getting harder and harder to be a I don't know fly under the radar nowadays with with so many things. Um, and that's one thing to think about, like the things that you open yourself up to by having you know security systems in your home and your shop and and all that stuff. But and social media. I mean, you're just inviting people in. Be careful what you share on social media because you're inviting people in to be privy to information that they probably don't need to be privy to. Yeah. So many people post in like, you know, and I, and I get it, pictures of your kids and all that stuff all, all online all the time. Well, you know, there's been instances where that's been a very bad thing. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. For sure. Yep. So, well, I guess uh 
I guess we should call her an episode and go and continue the rest of our beautiful Sunday, eh, Box? Is there another family dinner that I wasn't aware of again or <laughs> that I wasn't invited to? Uh, after our last podcast, we had a, it was, it was my birthday or shortly after there. So we had a, po- a family dinner up at the house and mom told me and just kind of assumed that I would tell Box, but you know, my brain doesn't always function correctly. <laughs> so we're all up there and they're like, where's Box? I'm like, I don't know. You didn't tell him? No, I thought you did. <laughs> had you left the town? Have you had you left town? I had yet? literally just started my car when mom texted ah, me. Well, that worked out then. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wouldn't have been the first time I'd been forgotten at a family dinner. Uh, I knew I wasn't ever going to hear the end of that. My bad. That was my bad. Well, guys, thanks for sticking around. If you enjoy what we do, um, you can be a you can you can help sponsor the show for as little as a cup of coffee over on. Uh, what is a subscribe star? <laughs> Great pitch. Oh, yeah, right. I don't know what we're on. But. <laughs> the life short, live free subscribe star. You can go over there. You can get access to the pre-show, fifteen uh, percent off on the website as well as on Shyworks website, I believe. So go and check that out. Also check out lifeshortlivefree.com and pick up all sorts of goodies over there. And uh, make sure you check out our sponsors, Ballistic Imagery as well as Shyworks at uh, ballisticimagery.com and shyworks.com. And uh, if you have any suggestions or things you want us to hear hear us talk about, make sure you give us a shout. We're always, always curious to uh, to hear what you guys have to say, what you want to hear hear from us. Or guests. We want to know what guests you want to see, too. Or guests. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or if you want to be a guest. Hell yeah! If you want to be a guest, we'll have you on. If you're, if you're, as long as you're interesting, got something to say, come on on. I mean, you don't even really have to be interesting. You just have to be like as Talk. interesting as us, and that bar is very low. Semi-talkative. <laughs> also, if you want to join in the, on the conversation and not be a guest, you can you can find us on uh, every other Wednesday night at eight thirty. We do a live portion of the show called Gears and Beers, where we talk about current events and and gear we have, gear we want, and all sorts of goodies. Uh, that is live on our Facebook, YouTube, and website. So, yeah, make sure you're checking that out. All right, guys, we're going to call an episode. Thanks for sticking around. Until we talk to you next time, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. Fuck. We don't, we don't have Johnson here. I'm on the ATF. Repeal the NFA. Oh, you did it. Become ungovernable. <laughs> Grow food, become ungovernable is what he says. Sorry. Sorry. See ya.